need to let it go. My name is no, my son is no, my number is no, my name is no, my son is Them with that, what's your name? No, what's your side? No, what's your name? No, hi, my name is no, what's your name? No, what's your side? No, what's your name? No, what's your side? No, what's your name? No, what's your side? No, what's your name? No, my name is no, what's your name? No, what's your side? Hey babies, it's Miss Payola, and I'm back at you for another week. I got my handsomes. Hey Aaron. Hey, what's up? It's me, Aaron. I don't know how y'all doing, but I'm doing or whatever and stuff. <laughs> hey Stevie. Hi everybody. How y'all doing? Give me some sugar tray. Um, I'm really uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> it's like a fucking sex line. Like I don't know. Get I'm that. Good. Okay. Get that. Very girl six. <laughs> no, because if you wanted that, you need to call my personal direct number. Oh, Don't be calling me on Put no him. One nine hundred Miss Payola. Bitch, I'm not Miss Payola. We taking all calls, baby. Okay. That Philly thing. <laughs> Hi, Hi, y'all. I love y'all. Hi. Um, what the fuck, bitch? Get to talking. You chewing gum and shit, <sighs> girl. I'm trying to give a banshee to you. Um. Lord. Okay, so let me be clear here. <laughs> yes, this is late, but who gives a fuck? Um, I want to talk about Tyrone Hankerson Jr. Um, <laughs> sir, can you I hold got... on, hold on, hold on before you go in, bitch? You know, I like a little preamble. Give okay, me, uh, give me an intro. Here's a preamble. You know? He scammed Howard University out of some money and a bunch of coins, bitch. How much money, bitch? Over $400,000 worth over, God. wait, I'm going to be clear because I don't want to be sued for no defamation of character. Okay. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, I got a, uh, we got a cameraman on the background telling me allegedly, right. the lawyers, allegedly he stole $400,000 from Howard University. Um, the gentleman, uh, can't say nothing without being really an asshole um allegedly embezzled four hundred thousand dollars from howard university Mm -hmm. through grants funds and scholarships um has maintained his innocence um and is now suing howard university for 10 million dollars for releasing for somehow his records being released which is against the law due to the ferpa um act um and so here's my take, because I'm done with the, the background. I ain't okay. give a fuck that much. Let me tell you something. First of all, a lot of us out there are really into keeping up appearances. And I understand where that comes from. Um, I think in this world, we do have employers, no matter what you say, that look on social media. Um and it's all about the brand that you bring to the table. So if you sitting here bringing up that you, you world traveled, you cultured, um, 
your job is going to look like, well, this bitch has lived, has seen things, and can bring some shit to the table. So I see the need, and, and you're, you're fabulous, and, and you look nice, and you're presentable, and all that shit, right? But let me tell you, you do not get to use children's education to try to fund yourself. You know what, bitch? Get a job, okay? I don't. For me, I, it's a real personal connection because my sister goes to Howard University. She's a, a bison, right? Yeah, yeah. she's a bison. It's you. <laughs> um, and I called her. When I first heard this news, I called her because she had had some issues with her financial mm-hmm. aid. And I swear to God, I that man has security, but you know I'm quick. I get past okay. security. I would have yeah. beat his ass so much. Like, you don't get to... I have a thing about education. Um, if you are lucky enough, if you are able, if you were granted the opportunity to go and get your education and that's what you wanted to do and you put in the work and you sacrifice and you went to go and do it and then hiccups come up along the way, um, you should be able to, the school should be able to help you at some point. But I've been seeing a lot about Howard University, how students had had to go home over mm-hmm. a fucking thousand dollars. And to know that you were out here scamming the system. Let me I'm not even going to say you may not have been scamming the system. You may have legally done what you did to get extra amount of money that you ain't fucking need to maintain a lifestyle that you weren't even motherfucking accustomed to. You ain't no motherfucking housewife. You wasn't living no fucking, raising some damn kids and accustomed to a certain lifestyle. You were out here trying to flex on the motherfucking gram. And that's it. And you wasn't even, you ain't have nothing to fucking show for it. And you out here playing these, and it's it's so sad that kids really don't have, like, kids went home. Yeah. Kids had their dreams crushed because you were, illegally allegedly illegally getting this extra money and Howard university poor babies poor thing the administrator here's what here's me i'm putting my my brand crisis management type shit hat on y'all board of trustees all y'all motherfuckers need to be gone and the president needs to be gone because let me tell you something right here there's no way on god's green earth that that culture was just done them them from 2007 to 2016. No. There's no motherfucking way. People, they do what you allow. And y'all allow some bullshit to go on and for kids' dreams to be crushed. And there's some repercussions for that shit. And Tyrone, if you what you have been alleged to have done, okay. you done did, you need to be thrown under the jail cell. I um first of all Howard cannot take another scandal. Um if you know anything about Howard University, they are their reputation has been marred by just things. Um and people literally take out a second mortgage just to send their kids to Howard and Hampton and Morehouse. Like those are the schools that you go to. Um and I think it's a mess. Um he wasn't the only person that was caught embezzling, was he? No, and I wish I'm trying to find the names right now. Yeah, there were because other people. I'm gonna put all your motherfuckers <laughs> on blast because there was another man. I forget what his name was, but I know that he was 
essentially the director, the assistant mm-hmm. director of financial aid. And there was also two women um, that were allegedly um, a part of this uh, scheme and scam yeah. um, that they pulled over on Howard University. So, yeah, he wasn't the only one, right, but he yeah. was the most flamboyant with his Mm -hmm. cash the most ostentatious um no i wanted to say that we just spoke on the previous episode about you know how my happiness is connected to how much money i have in in my possession so like you know we all live in the city and when i'm out i'm feeling fab and cunt or whatever but sometimes i have to check in with myself and be like hey bitch you ain't got no money bitch like because I think that there is the society that we live in. It is heavily based on showing what you have, you know, and the things that you have and the possessions that you have. And like, we really be putting ourselves in like hard spots just to keep up appearance. And that's like a serious ass thing, you know? Um, So yeah. And it's sad to see like a gay black man, like, you know, on, on that tee, but no shade. She, she, she made her bed. So it's time for her to lie in it. I'm not even going to say what I was going to say because it had been too much. I ain't trying to go get sued for no $10 million because I sure enough don't got that shit. Girl, leave. If if, if the cash not yours, bitch, leave it alone, honey. Yes. And especially from them damn children. Okay. So I'm about to switch gears, but I just wanted to ask some of y'all. Well, I wanted to ask everyone, do you have any um, remedies that you do to get over a bad breakup or just a breakup in general? Um... Have you seen Waiting to Exhale? <laughs> or um what is Diary of Mad Black Woman? Okay. Mm, um I like that, one. Okay. <laughs> that those aren't my remedies. I, oh, I'm not pushing look, I ain't See, pushing no nigga in no bathtub, shit. cutting up his food and shit and, and throwing it at him. Okay. Or I'm not burning well I haven't burned I haven't burned clothes <laughs> in a long time. Baby. Since I've grown up and uh, and realized my my troubled and problematic ways, but I I do have um remedies for it. Like I don't have remedies, but like I have things that I do. Um, I know that I for my own sanity and for my own sake, I need to remove not every thought, but just block the presence because I think a lot of the times you end up um uh. We uh, going over hashed out things. Um, I tend to overthink, and then I think, and then I start talking to myself like, "Was I wrong? Oh, maybe we shouldn't have ended this." And then you you fall back in the same pattern of maybe we shouldn't have done this. Let's let's try this again. And if you guys ended on such not bad terms, like nobody cheated nobody wants to kill the next person then you you end up kind of going back to the same thing and i and look i'm one bitch that goes back to an ex okay so i don't have any issues so i can't judge you for i can't i I mean that's me so i do that because i'm trying to break that pattern because there is a reason and there's a season and yo if it ended it ended now, sometimes the second time around, maybe two, three, four, five years later. Okay. Um, but not <laughs> after after yeah. six months and you're like thinking back on it. No. No. 
Hey, 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 hey. Do you have any breakup remedies, bro? Hold on, hold on. So we started an episode with a do-rag. I'm giving play-by-plays just so people know. Okay. Um, And Aaron has now taken off the do-rag and has shown a very fresh yeah. scalp. and um, Breathed. Uh-huh. Yes. Parted. Laid. Okay. And a little bun in the back. And the sun is glowing just on so, face. Just so y'all know Some that... <laughs> Just something to hang on. You never know. Like, if you try to pull a face in right. and you need, like, a hook to, like, keep that face in. That's it. Or if you're trying to pull it back. <laughs> Either one. Whichever you prefer. Uh-huh. Hey, bro. Hey. Yo. <laughs> I'm going to disregard all of that. We give you so much, don't we? <laughs> I, uh, I don't know, man. There are so many... <sighs> There's no one way to get over a breakup, especially because, especially if you had more than one breakup, I mean, each situation was completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, speaking from my own past experiences, I I mean, I always have, I haven't always handled my breakups in a, you know, in, in a way that they should have been handled. Um, I used to do this thing where I would just cut people off. I'm just like, like safety scissors and construction paper, just Chop. cut them off. Chop. And um, I learned over time that it's not always the best way to go. I'm not saying keep in contact, but I'm saying like just uh, it, it just seems childish to just like cut them completely like out of my life. It's like without trying to understand, you know, what happened um, and trying to seek some sort of I'm not saying like your resolution, but and not even closer, just an understanding of what happened between the two of us. Because if I don't do that, then I will carry that over into the next one. Um, so there has to be a sort of understanding and that'll come to, you know, there'll be peace found. And from then I can, you know, continue on into something better. And that's something I learned like now. So, um, I think that breakups hurt. So the thing you should do is not avoid the pain. Um, don't try to, like, it's, it's normal. Go, go ahead and try to distract yourself. Sometimes you can't take it and that's fine, but do not sweep it under the rug, you know, a lot. Um, don't avoid it. Don't try to bury it by getting with somebody else immediately afterwards. Don't use somebody else to mop up a mess that someone that you know that was created with another person. Feel it when it comes because it comes in waves. You know, um, when it comes, feel it. You know what I'm saying? Take time to be like, oh, man, that sucked. He hurt me, or they hurt me, and you know that was an awful situation. Cry if you need to. Listen to some sad songs. I'm a big fan of listening to sad songs okay. because you're sad. Come on. So you can cry. Yeah. I'm a big fan of that because you feel so much better afterwards. Um, but feel it. You know whatever form that takes. You know feel it and then dust yourself off and keep on pushing. Um, and it's true. You know when they say that time heals all wounds, and it might not mean what you think it means. Yeah. I don't think that it means that in time you'll never feel a thing again. I think that in time you'll be able to talk about it and maybe you'll just feel a twinge. You know what I'm saying? Or you can talk about it like objectively, you know what I'm saying? Without injecting all those feelings that you had into it. It was the thing that hurt you and you can acknowledge that, but you've moved on from it. You know what I'm saying? Um, And that sort of healing and that sort of resolution can't come unless you allow it to. So in the moment it's difficult because you have all those emotions and they're right there at the surface. Um, But you have to take control of the situation as fast as you can and take a step back if you need to um, drink, if you need to smoke, if you need to, okay. you know what I'm saying? Do what you got to do. Um, Take me down. <laughs> Why don't you? And uh, just 
try to relax and just feel it when it comes. That's that's what I say to anybody. That's always my advice is to feel it. Don't don't try to sweep it away because it's not going to go away. It's always going to stay there until you deal with it. And the longer it waits, it'll get worse. So, um, yeah, I'm all for the uh, wine drinking and the and, and the sad songs and, and your favorite album that yeah. got here. You, you go, yeah, yeah. With, you uh-huh. see, you gave him the damn. Opening. You gave me the. You gave me the moment. So as I'm soon take as you it. said wine, wine, you, said, you didn't Ooh. even have to say wine. You, you said, said what she wah. had to do was put my two favorite things: wine and love songs and sad songs and music in the same sentence. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I'm here. You know, it's, it's it's everything. Oh. Bitch, you giving me a little bit of the Countess Luann. Oh, okay. Uh, who's Countess? Oh, from Housewives. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Uh, but yeah, it's all about, honestly, I want to say my last breakup really opened my eyes to my attitude and how I handle situations with that. Um, I, was, I feel like I hurt him more than I hurt myself when, I, when we broke up. Um, and it took me on like, Stephen, what did you really do to work it out instead of just letting it go because it was like a simple it was like a a situation where we were trying and trying and trying and it kept failing and failing and failing and most of the parts were on me and sometimes it was on him but it was just like what the fuck are you doing to fix it's certain things that you could fix with exes and me and him honestly are on a different level and we're like clear and we're good but when we were together it was like kind of all over the place like I really didn't know what, where we were going. And then when we got to the point when I was like, enough is enough, I was just ready to let it go. But my whole story is basically do what you have to do to get over relationships. Um, I, you know, I'm a big fan of Sex in the City. And um, I was watching, I watch it every day, actually. Um, I was watching it and uh, Carrie said, uh, breakup rule number two, delete all pictures where he looks sexy and you look happy. Okay. So um, I guess that's one of my remedies is definitely to like delete all photos and just like, um, it's hard. Um, it is hard, but I'm also one of those, like Trey said, I got to go cold Turkey and it's just like out of, out of my, out of, out of, out of sight, out of mind. Um, but that is kind of a little petty, a little bit immature. So they do. No, it's not immature or petty. Let's be clear. No, no, shh. No, it's me. Um, let me just say it's not petty or immature because you're doing what's best for you. It's my remedy. Um, and so the thing is, yes, who's is it really hurting his feelings if you don't if you destroy those pictures? Does he not have a copy? Okay. If he wants to remember those, like you'll you can remember proofs. Like yeah, or shit, give it some time. You'll remember those memories again, but without that person in it. Like it's just that fine. Like. I'm not going to remember all these good times we had. Yes, they were good times, it but they cute. were done. Like, they came, they oh, went, and holding on to memories is going to do what but make you remember and relive that shit again? You just, like, keep pulling. And it's like, you keep looking at Medusa like she going to not turn you into stone. Like, oh, okay. He- um, And I guess uh, another thing is I stopped, I stopped equating my self-worth to 
how the relationship ended. So just because, um, and I'm not saying that I, I don't take any responsibility in the relationship ending, but what I'm saying is, is that, you know, just because this endeavor or this situation didn't work out doesn't mean I'm any less than before I walked into the relationship, you know, you know? Um, because I, I'm, I'm a perfectionist. So like when things don't work out, even relationships, I'm like, oh my God, what did I do wrong? How can I fix it? Um, so yeah. And then also I stopped looking for closure. Like I, I don't, to me, like closure is just like this abstract, arbitrary thing that we kind of, um, made up just to like make relationships seem complete and finished, okay. you know, but all some relationships are going to be open-ended, you know, like you don't have to put a decision and, and, and decide about everything that we do. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you got to end a relationship and revisit it in the, in the future. No shade. So it's just given very much of we'll see. Um, but yeah, those are like my remedies or whatever. And, um, I think breaking up is ending anything, regardless if it's a friendship or a romantic, um, relationship, it's really, really hard. And of course you're kind of like mourning the person because there are no, Essentially, they're no no longer a part of your life. Um, so yeah, yeah, we'll be right back. Hey y'all, it's Trey, and I just want to tell y'all where y'all can find us and recommend us to y'all friends. Okay, so look, get your pen and paper out. Here's the list. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Radio Public, and we're brand new on iHeartRadio app. So go ahead, text your friend right now, pull out your phone, and send that good old message about a new podcast in town. Okay? See ya. What's your sign? No. What's your name? No. What's your sign? No. What's your name? No. Hi, my name is No. What's your name? No. What's your sign? No. What's your name? No. What's your sign? No. My name is No. Sign is No. Hey y'all, we are back, and I want to. Um, discuss something. Um, so living in New York City is crazy, um, to say the least. Um, I mean, something's always going on. Events are always being held. Um, always places to go. And for me, um, I am single, looking to find and be in a relationship. And with that comes the the task of dating. Um, and so for me, I live with, um, anxiety. Uh, I have some type of social type of anxiety where in social settings, I am much different, much more different than I am around people that I'm comfortable with. I think that's something that a lot of people deal with. I think that's, um, there's stages to it. There's levels to that shit. Um, and I think with it, it has it has hurt some of the experiences and the things that I've been able to do. So d- with dating, dating with anxiety in general, I mean, for me, I'm 
often one afraid to even get to know people because I'm like, bitch, I I don't want to go out. Um, I don't want to be in the awkward two person dinner where you just got to look at each other in the eyes. Like for me, I'm more comfortable with like, oh yeah, let's go back to an ex. Like that's fine. Mm. Then meeting someone new because I'm like, damn, like I got to really focus. I got to actually get comfortable with someone new. And for me, I overthink. So I like to think what you're thinking while I'm also thinking. And then I also like to control the situation. So I can't do that shit with somebody new. So for me, that that's where my anxiety c- kicks in. Um, I've been fairly vocal about my anxiety on Twitter. Um, but as it relates to dating, it, it would it would definitely be difficult for me because it's difficult for me to beat somebody new unless I know uh, a long time beforehand so I can kind of rehearse. Um, if I'm thrust into a social situation where I don't know anyone else there and I'm forced to meet somebody new, then you're going to, the errand that, that you hear here and that you see on Twitter and you know, whatever, even if you know me in real life, it's completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to have a buffer. If I'm meeting somebody new, there has to be somebody there that I know and that I'm comfortable with. Because if I don't have somebody there that I know and I'm comfortable with, then I'm sweaty, I stutter, I don't make eye contact, and I'm thinking of ways to escape the entire time I'm there. Um, and, you know, I'm not sure why this is a thing for me. And it, it, it it's really annoying, to be honest. Uh, it does have a lot to do with overthinking. Um, I'm always thinking about what people are... It's like... I think about okay, well, you know, I gotta say the right thing, or you know, I gotta, I gotta make sure to, you know, put the right foot forward because they're gonna, they're gonna think of me this way, or you know, whatever. Um, but if I have somebody that I'm comfortable with, it's like I can relax all that because I'm just like, okay, fine. Like this person knows me, this person knows who I am, accepts me, loves me, you know what I'm saying. So I feel more free to be able to do and say the things, you know, what I'm saying I can really be me. But if I'm by myself, oh God. And especially if I'm, oh man, if I'm going on a date with somebody and I'm like yeah. the first person at the restaurant and I'm sitting there and I'm like, bruh, um, unless I've like rehearsed, like I really, and I really do, like I go over certain things, like what I'm going to say, what their responses might be to what I'm going to say, and then have a response for that. Like I do all of that. And there are times where I can make it through a situation or if I've rehearsed enough, I can get enough into it to where I feel a little more comfortable and then I'm able to, you know, whatever. But most of the time, no, sir. Uh, I've been doing things to try to resolve it, but it's difficult. I, I'm going to go to a personal thing. And uh, so we were talking about the situation about the party mm. uh, in January. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's really important. Well, first of all, I want to say that this is how we're divided. Y'all can't see how we sit, but I sit next to Stevie and then Trey and Aaron sit next to each other. And I think it's, not funny, but I think it's a little weird that we're like extreme extroverts mm-hmm. and y'all are like anti <laughs> I for or, yeah, like not with the mm-hmm. shits or whatever. So it's just um I'm not sure how that happened, but it happened. But what I also wanna say is is that I didn't know you as that well, I think that we see the handsomeness and um we see the intelligence and we know you as friends. Right. So Hold oh, on. Not that you're not handsome. Bitch, did you just try to give me, I, I was not handsome, so you had to find another no, adjective? No. Thanks. Oh, I appreciate Mind it. Mind you, when, first of all, I always tell Trey he's cute, especially when he has his hair cut. 
Um, look, as the look, cause she be trying it when she don't be wanting to get no haircut, bitch. You need to go get a haircut. Like, no First off, let me side note. Oh, I did. I went off. Um, yeah, he tried to come for me, but let it be known He's that cute. welcome to New York City and welcome to just life in general. Um, you don't get your haircut by just any random old bozo because your hairline will be pushed back to Antarctica. So I have been doing this very well. And it's not always looked the most presentable, but bitch, it will work. But I have found, oh, I'm f- firmly now in New York. Oh, yeah. I do have a barber now. And he recommended me. I know. Yes. No, but um, I just want to say that I think one thing that Aaron just said was that, you know, you may know him on Twitter and like, you know, by listening to the show. But that doesn't make him any less like what I'm trying to say is it's just like I think I, I had it in my mind that you're this person and that it wasn't real you know what I'm saying and it's like and it's like and I'm not trying to it, none of this is a front you know what I'm right. saying like you know cause the because the, those of you who follow me on Twitter you know that I'm I've I've basically built my name being very vulgar and open sexually and a you key. know what have you right um and all that is me you right. know what I'm saying like none of that changes when you meet me in person it's just that uh, it's like in certain circumstances, mm-hmm. you know, um, because that anxiety has always been there. Um, like if I were to meet somebody that I follow or somebody listens to the podcast, if we're out and you see me and you're like, hey, what's up, blah, 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 and I'm real open and friendly and stuff yeah. like that, there's probably somebody in my sphere of influence that I know that because I it's like I check to make sure they're there or you caught tail and that or yeah <laughs> or, little, or yeah, drunk, yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying? And like it's it's easier because it's I can stop thinking about all those different things at once, you know what I'm saying? But if it's just me walking down the street and you're like, hey, usually I'll be like, hey, uh, um, and I'm like looking down and you're like, oh my God, listen to the ball, you know, whatever. I'm like, thanks. Okay, cool. Well, oh my God, I gotta get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? And um, it's like, I don't want people to think that I'm putting on a front, you know, uh, because I'm not. Like, yeah. that's, this is who this is, this is who I am, but it's just that, you know, the anxiety and it's it's so fucking annoying, but it, it it's a part of my life. And I, I think what I was just trying to say is just because I know you doesn't make it any less real mm. for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I can't I can't be me for you, <laughs> if that makes any sense. So um, but no, I just think that um that, you know, anxiety is real. Um, I don't really deal with anxiety, but I deal I deal with being self conscious, okay. uber self conscious. Okay. Um, so I think that sometimes I can barely make it out of the house because I'm worried about like what I have on or how I look. But I think that may just be attributed to living in New York as well. But, um, I think that what's most important is, is that we use how we use our space is different from how you may use your space or Trey may use his space. So it's just, um, me understanding that now. And I think that, um, I'm able to enjoy things a lot more now because, um, I'm empathetic to people and, you know, how they use their space, you know? And that, and that's another reason why I'm so empathetic yeah. um, is because there's so much going on in my head at any given time. It's like, I, I'm not saying that everyone experiences the same things that I do, but it's like, it makes me more conscious of what other people feel because I'm feeling so much. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, somebody else has got to be feeling at least half of what I'm feeling. So I should move through the world being cognizant of that. Um, I haven't dated in a long time. I have so many people lined up, and I'm just look. I always say that every time. I'm just waiting, you know. And I always be like, me. yeah. And then like I just never <laughs> come through. I don't know, man. Like we got some girls for you. I do. I, I'd like to date. Oh, good God, man! It's just One that day. just seems like such a freaking venture, bro. Like 
Mind you, I know guys that would m- motherfucking pay for you. Like, you oh my god, like, it's just, you just <laughs> have no, no idea. idea. <laughs> I'm ready. So I'm when like, you're ready and you when you're real <laughs> about what you want to do, okay. bitch, can we switch bodies for a okay. day? Cause I'll take the trip for I you. Oh, bitch, it's god. no shade. If I look like Aaron, my hole will be as wide as all outdoors. Oh and my it's god, no a on baby. <laughs> Get the fuck, oh, baby. <laughs> Oh my oh God! Y'all are really talking about your holes being okay. wide open. Listen. No, hey, I used to be wide. Okay, I think that. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Let's call that thing. Okay. <laughs> it's not, to be not open. this one. <laughs> it's to be. It's to be. Open. It's like it's like a <laughs> it's crack. To be blessed. It's like you crack the door open and then you close it shut. Okay. Not out here just supposed right. to. You out here. <laughs> You don't need to be whistling when you walking down the street. Okay, you glide away, baby. Walking my way downtown. No, not that whistle. Mm -mm, No, no. Um, but what I wanted to say is, it's just that. Um, yeah, I love y'all, and I, I, I'm know that I'm concerned, and when I say concerned, like I'm concerned of you two and all of you. Like I I share this concern for you, and I, um, I, I think I check on all of y'all constantly. Appreciate it. Um, and. I understand that the the certain things that we all battle with. So understand that I'm walking with each of you in your journeys and your challenges and standing right along next to you battling and bracing these girls. Cause it's just like, there's so many things that we have to deal with and still live in New York city, you know? So it's just, it's crazy. But, um, yeah, I randomly, um, did you have it? Stevie, you ain't saying nothing. <laughs> no, I'm, this is another learning episode for me. Um, I do love these two right here, and I definitely agree with everything Malik said. They are amazing. So, essentially, if you want to wrap up this segment, no. Malik said, Aaron is the cute one. Uh, Trey's just smart. And he got men waiting girl. to pass Aaron around now. Girl, I wouldn't he, say pass around. Okay, no. He got Let's the, not put that out there. He I, out there waiting for Aaron to get ready on the market so he could sell to the highest you know. bit. We're waiting for Aaron to exhale. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're waiting for Aaron to <laughs> exhale. Okay. Okay. Now, so I can, I'm moving on from Stevie because <laughs> I still okay. can't. Look, I still have in my head the nigger statement okay. from this week. So. <laughs> they gonna stop. No, y'all gonna stop that I shit. Now listen, I listened to that episode. So oh my God. It was a hot ass mess. Okay. But she not white. I'm not. I cannot believe I had a moment like that. I guess the nigger. valley girl came Please The valley girl stop came stop talking. Out. Thank you. Oh, no, nigger. but. One thing that I wanted to I wanted to give another perspective. So I think I before you know uh, a couple months ago when I was still living in the Bronx, I hung out with the guy and we had a really good time. But he was uber nervous and it made me so uncomfortable. And I don't know if he either honestly I I think it was either of two things. Either he was like nervous or dealing with anxiety, or he may have had some type of like ADHD or something like that. And I think that people key at it, but like there are actually people dealing with like real things mentally, like real issues. And um, I tried to hang out with him again, but his nervousness was so overwhelming that not only did it make the experience bad for both of us, but it kind of like, I was just like, I was worried about my safety. You know what I'm saying? And safety as in like, not that he was going to like hurt me, but I just, it was too much. You know what I'm saying? But it just made you a little uneasy. Yeah. But so, and I could have, that could have been someone I fell in love with. You know what I'm saying? So how do we, 
how do we meet halfway? So if I'm dating you and you have um, issues with anxiety, um, but I'm into you, how do we kind of meet in the middle? I mean, it, it's, it's sort of a conscious choice. I mean, the person that is suffering or, you know, living with any sort of um, mental challenge or disorder or, you know, what have you, uh, they're usually going to be open with you about it, mm. you know, from jump. And um, it's, it's you know, the reality is that it's just not going to be uh, the same as, you know, a relationship with someone who isn't, you know, does not have that sort of challenge, you know, what have you. That's just a reality. It's just how it is. And you're either going to be there or you're not. And it's like, well, the thing is that you, if you decide that you are going to be there, then be there. You know what I'm saying? Like when it gets tough, because it's going to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't skip out when you already said that you were going to be like, if you're, if you're invested and you're going to do it, then do it. And if not, then don't, don't yeah. you know what I'm saying? Don't waste time. You know what I'm saying? Don't use the person as like kind of a yardstick trying to mm-hmm. figure it out. So you're just going to date them until, you know what I'm saying? You figure it out because mm-hmm. then that person could be developing something for you. So, um, you just, you have to make a choice and you got to make it quick. You know what I'm saying? And if you're not going to be there, that's fine, but mm-hmm. just don't be. And mm-hmm. if you are going to be there, great, but be there. So that's the only, I mean, that's the only advice that I can give. Did you just try, did you say yardstick? Yeah. yeah. You use a yardstick to measure. <laughs> yeah, but, okay, you know. Bring it on around. Yeah. <laughs> Does it make sense to y'all? No, no, yes, I got I'm here. I'm not here. in it. We together. I'm not in it. <laughs> okay, move. Um, uh, yeah, so. So how would you say that we meet halfway? Because we're, we're two extroverts, and I feel like sometimes as extroverts, we scare people away. So, I think it's a, I think I it's a. trying to scare nobody. Yeah, like I'm trying I just to make think love. It's a, I just. <laughs> okay. I just think it's about being patient. I think patience mm-hmm. um, gets a lot. I think you got to just realize that it's going to be, it's an internal struggle. Like, yeah. I think that there's nothing that you're going to say like, oh, I'm not going to be here to hurt you. That's going to yeah. be like, oh, well. Make you feel more comfortable. That's just like, oh, I'm just going to be comfortable. Right. Like, that's not going to put me, stop looking at my notes in my phone. Like, it's going to just be, uh, there's, a, it's going to be a time where it's like, oh, I just feel like you're normal. Like, let's be clear. I didn't know none of you hoes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, we, we met the day, like, to give you a picture, like, the day I first met Stevie and Aaron was the day that we recorded our first episode. So picture that it was like a blind date. Mm -hmm. And for me, like I had to practice so hard. (laughs) Like I was just like in my mind. I felt, I felt, I felt felt it a little bit. Really? And the only person I knew was, was Malik. So I was just like, I'm practicing. Like, I hope I don't say nothing the wrong way. Like, oh, Lord. See, I'm not one of those girls that be monitoring the girls' moves. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I came in and op- open hearted when me me and Trey actually sat down. We were the first two here, and we sat down and had like a regular conversation. The, the, I couldn't tell that. The thing about it. see, but the thing about anxiety is that it's not about you. It's like we're not thinking. It's it's not a reality thing where you're like we're thinking that it's it's all in our it's in our heads. Yeah, it's right. just in you know, and some of it might be based in reality, but most of it is just like it's anxiety is worry. You know what I'm saying? You're worrying about things, and then like you tend to you sometimes start worrying about things that. Don't have basis in reality. Sometimes things that are unsent, like un. Um, I was about to use. I was to use a word incorrectly. Uh, 
it's we worry about things that aren't like real or yeah. that aren't true or you know things that are exaggerated you know what i'm saying but they're sometimes. real to you right mm-hmm. and, In your th- mind. and that happens sometimes um and you know it can be it can be sucky but you know we can overcome it but like it's it's not like we're thinking that you're actually you know what i'm saying like it's, it's like it's just a worry for right. us like you know we're not like you're it's it's us you know what i'm saying we're not pointing a finger at you right. it's all us reacting to thoughts that come from you know wherever and you know whatever so okay. Mm-hmm. Listen to question. Yeah, bitch, we gotta listen to question. Now, is this a long email? Because I'm no, getting tired of these girls writing in three page. See, now here's oh. this. Stop. We are not going to discourage girl, people from writing no, in. We ain't got time for everything. Well, bitch, y'all, you, you know, hold on. Read the whole email, this. girl. You hoes rarely read these damn things anyway. I read them. I don't. I, see, I send said. them to them, and I say this one. So now here, here's our <laughs> listener question. Um, the question is. Do you guys feel as if being openly gay affects how you are treated professionally in the workplace? Now, look, this is a long ass question and with a long ass answer. So you may get an email back from some of us. But look, yes, I mean, with everything, you're treated a certain way when you're black, if you're um, Indian, if you're uh, Asian. but being gay and black at the same time does um does also um affect you because i think people have this uh stereotype or this preconceived notion of like who a gay person is mm. and if you don't fit that um that mode for them it's like oh i don't know how to handle you and like for me um people will say oh you're you're really um sarcastic or you're really just mean to people but i'm not like i'm just being my normal yeah. self like especially like i'm just know in school i have a teacher who never knows my name um but doesn't know anyone else's name but continuously gets names wrong and doesn't use the tools available to get the people's right, names right. right and so this week he called me three different names that weren't my name um none of them <laughs> tyler taylor and Tracy or something like that. And I just was like, that's just not my name. Like I'm and I'm not answering your question either. Like until you have to learn, like you're gonna need to know my name. So if you're not gonna get that right, like I know yours and I can ask you a question, but if you can't, don't ask me shit. And people were like, Oh, oh, that's so like mean and reckless. Like and I'm like, no. It's just it is it's the respect thing. So I think for me, it's about I'm just going to be respected no matter what in the workplace. Um, yes, being gay is somewhat a little bit of a hurdle, but it's a hurdle that we're going to live with our entire lives. So I, I'm I'm going in with it with confidence with it, and that's how I'm going to rock with it. Um, I'll just go ahead and answer. Um, was my not an answer? No, no, no. I just there. We always talk about like creating spaces for gay and trans uh, people to feel comfortable. Um, and I think that when we were talking um, about sex work and just how, as gay people, that is a that's a, a space where we feel comfortable. Um, if if I if if I didn't have to work, bitch, I wouldn't. Cause there's no, there has, 
there has not been an environment that's been conducive to me being the person that I want to be ever. Um, and I think about like working in the school system and just anything, anywhere that I've worked, I've never felt comfortable ever. And I'm 28 and I've been working since I was like 21, at least like full time, you know, and I, we need to create spaces for gay people to feel comfortable because let's be honest, we have to have a job to live. So, bitch, if I can't go to work and, 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 and be in my person safely, how the fuck am I going to be able to take care of myself? And this goes back to our conversation about sex work, that we need to have more opportunities, spaces, and jobs for people like us to feel comfortable and be able to live their lives. I tweet it all the time, but I just want to be gay in peace. Please. And I'm never like, it's never that way. And I would literally, and then on top of working, you got gay niggas praying on you at work too. Like I had, I had one dude follow me in the bathroom and like, I'm like, nah, nigga, I'm not trying to be gay right now. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm at work and it's just like, we just talk about like, you know, we also talk about like, we talk about straight people praying on gay people but let's talk let's be serious there are gay people who prey on other gay individuals and that's not the move i i went off i'm sorry I'm, no I'm no no, no. <laughs> no bitch you gave me a little life i love you i in my most recent job i um it wasn't difficult for me i was open and it was fine like there, there were there were no issues which is kind of it was rare and lucky um my job before that was with the military, uh, and that was awful. Um, <laughs> to say the least. You know, it, 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 I kind of got used to being the only openly gay person, um, and it created issues because it was like either I was the spokesperson for all gay for gay folk all over the world, um, or I became a token. It was like, oh, this is my gay friend, and uh, you know, I had to read a lot of people out. I was like, you're not going to diminish me uh, to my sexual identity. That's right, not. Right completely who I am. This is part of who I am. Um, you're going to introduce me by my name. And if they learn I'm gay later, then that's fine. And if right. they don't, that's fine too. But it's not, it's not really their business. One and two, you're not about to just say, this is my gay friend. It, I'm, I'm a person. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it, it can be annoying because there's that stereotype that we are, you know, like Trey said, like we're sarcastic, we're cynical, we're standoffish, you know, whatever. But that it's like a protection thing for us because we don't want, to be the spokesperson for gay folk. We don't want you to come to us with your questions and, oh, you know, whatever, like, be my gaydar. And there are people that want to be, don't they want that. a gay friend or they, this is my gay work friend, this is my gay husband, uh, blah, blah, blah. Um, they want to talk to you about about guys, and but then their views are really, like, stereotypically, like, influenced. And so it's like yeah. they, you know, and it's just like, I don't want to have no problematic conversation with you, but I also don't want to, I don't want to teach you either. So I just, I like, like you said, I just want to be gay in peace. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I want you to know that I'm gay. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm proud of who I am yeah. and all that. But that doesn't come with you. I don't want you to come up to me like, look, oh my God, that boy over there, I think he's so gay. What do you oh think? Or, hey, like, you know, I know you're gay. So do you think I'm cute? Get away from me. Get away from me. Um. So I, yeah, like, like you said, Malik, I just, I just want to be gay in peace. Um. Let me be gay. Because like, y'all niggas be straight. And ain't in nobody peace. bothering y'all. You know what we I'm ain't saying? Thinking about y'all, that's the y'all niggas be heterosexual as fuck, all in my goddamn face. You, you know what I'm saying? Know. What you do, girl? And so it's like, and I don't say none of y'all. 
I'll come up to you and be like, oh, you think that girl over there is hot? No, get the fuck away from me, dog. Like, I don't do that to you. Leave me alone. Um, I do do that to my straight friends. But that's just because that's who you I am. Because I'm that, that's, why. that's the type of bitch I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, I don't like the praying or the prying of the girls or running around and just doing too much in the workplace. Um, I think I've, I mentioned this about, uh, a few episodes ago when I was working... Uh, for a marketing company, and I felt like I again what we mentioned the um, the token gay guy. I was that, but I was so uncomfortable that I couldn't even focus on being gay. And sometimes I felt like I had to put on a front for the rest of them just so they can get the fuck out of my face. So it was just like I I, I definitely think it's an uncomfortability in the workplace of being gay, um, and I don't like it. And again, what Malik said, like I there's never been a place where I was completely comfortable being myself. So anytime I'm in that situation, I immediately take myself out. But yeah. I just also want to say I am really ready to see the person I become when I am 100% comfortable with who I am. Okay. I'm so ready to get to that point. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah. Bitch, that's it. You that's had it. a whole... Se- that's it. Oh, God. My girl. That's it. I like, swear. can't you feel the potential at the bottom of your toes, bitch? Uh-huh. Uh, I'm gonna be at my, my potential is yeah. not at the bottom of my toes. Oh, it's it's really, baby, I'm walking it's, on faith, honey. Okay. It's right my potential. Here. I'm tipping. Okay. I'm about to knock this damn purple beanie out this man's yeah. off his head. But anyway, um, take your damn lube off the table. Uh, uh, what the fuck? Yes, my lube is. Shh. This is what my night was giving, honey. No, so are, I just wanted to come we are in here. Class based, honey. We I, don't do that. I am. We informing the girls about glad. Yeah, was you got a glad in? Are they it. sponsoring Actually, us? No, 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 no. Excuse me. Well, we a, do, are we getting a coin? No, I just want to no. say it, it was decent. No, yeah, yeah, that's nice. Um, it was decent. Tell them if they want. A, a, a nice little sponsorship. We do take coins for for to sponsor your product. Right, okay. 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 Um. Yeah. Excuse me. You looking at me all side eyed. Okay. Girl. J- Jesus. Girl. Um. Like always, we see you every motherfucking Wednesday. Oh, hold on, um, baby. We forgot. What's the songs giving, honey? Bitch. We ain't got all day, girl. You talk too much, girl. I got, I got my song. Okay. I got my song. I want the girls. Well, bitch, go ahead and start speaking. My song of the week is Seven Streeters, a translation. Now, when I first talked to you about that damn song, you was like, uh, yeah, I like it. It's cute. For, hold on. First of all, this is Seven Streeter is my girl. Um, I, her her latest album isn't the best, but it's I love her. So I, I, I listen to it all the time. Stevie, go ahead. Um, okay, so I'm taking it back. Um, my song of the, uh, well, excuse me, my jam of the week is Anita Baker, Body and Soul. Um, every time I listen to that song, I honestly listen to that song all the time with my grandma. I'm not, not trying to be like family oriented, but I listen to that song and think of so many things, like so many things that she talk about, talks about, I'm sorry, and that song is just so connected to me. And again, I'm probably going to listen to, every time I mention a song, I listen to it after recording, yeah. but Body and Soul by Anita Baker, if you don't feel that song, bitch, you ain't got no feelings. <sighs> Anita has such a rare voice. Baby. Aaron, do you have one? I do. Uh, my song of the week is Fast in My Car by Paramore. Um, it's from their self-titled album. Um, I really love uh, that song. It's <laughs> I, I always come with some some sideways shit, but like, um, it's yeah, I just identify with the lyrics. Just just like you know, listen to the song, listen to the lyrics. Uh, I, I love Paramore, so but anyway. yeah, that's one of my favorite songs. So yeah. Okay, 
Um, my song is Sabrina Claudio. Okay, love um, her. Don't Let Me Down. I like that. Yes, that it's new too, right? Yeah, um, like featuring that. Khaled. Look, Khal- bitch, I don't know your name Khalid. and I don't. Khalid, Khaled, whatever, ho. Um, but let me tell you, that song, I just get a, you know how you do a little body roll? Come on, body roll. That's what this, I think I don't do much dancing. Um, it's a two-step and a body roll. Come on. And maybe a neck bounce every once in a while. But I just love that song. So that's. She's a new girl. And I actually, she came up on the scene. And I like, I like her. I, like her. I mean, I just like sensual music. I mean, it just puts me in a mood to like be real sensual and mm-hmm. touch on somebody's body. Yeah. N- yeah. Not myself. Well, touch yourself first. And Feel your puss. Yeah. Make sure my body's right. Okay, so no, I like to be touching on somebody else. But, um, okay, Mariah, we're done for the day. Um, so like always, before I was really interrupted last time, um, we see y'all every motherfucking Wednesday. We love y'all. Bye. Yeah, baby. Bye. Attracting with that. What's your name? No. What's your size? No. What's your name? No. Hi, my name is. No. What's your name? No. What's your size? No. What's your name? No. What's your size? No. What's your name? No. What's your size? No. What's your name? No. Hi, my name is. No. What's your name? No. What's your size? No. What's your name? No. What's your side? No, my name is no, sign is no. Down to the eye, to the no, no, name, name, number is no. You need to let it go. Down to the eye, down to the no, name, name, name. All my ladies, listen up. If that boy ain't giving up, lick your lips and swing your hips, girl. All you gotta say is, oh, hell no. Attracting with that. What's your name? No. What's your size? No. What's your name? No. Hi, my name is. No. What's your name? No. What's your size? No. What's your name? No. What's your size? No. What's your name? No. What's your size? No. What's your name? No. Hi, my name is. No. What's your name? No. What's your size? No. What's your name? No. What's your size? No. Nah, 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 nah.